Peace, love, and life, family. This is Queen Vanu, and welcome to the site for the Master Teachers, where we exercise knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, speaking life into our communities worldwide, and hip-hop culture. So as always, you already know, before we get started, definitely want to talk about the music you're going to be hearing tonight. So this is called Soulmate, and it's an Afro House mix by DJ Spivy. And you already know, you can find it on YouTube, that's Soulmate. Afro House Mix by DJ Spivy, real cool, real nice and mellow. Love this beat right here, so definitely wanted to open up with this one here, you know? Check them out. And then, I have to definitely say thank you to everybody that has been hanging in there with me, especially during my little hiatus. Had to take some time off and, you know, handle some things and take care of some stuff and kind of recenter myself and refocus and you know feeling good now feeling better feeling stronger you know everybody that they're reaching out through the emails and everything still and we've been talking and back and forth and it's just very much appreciated and you know so i'm excited to be back happy to be back as always and i can't say it enough you know just the support and the love you know, for this platform is very much appreciated. And I know y'all hear me say it a lot, and I'm going to continue to say it because it's how I feel. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, definitely, definitely appreciate it to even, you know, come back and check and see the audience growing, the number of listeners tuning in growing, people going back, going over the, the past episodes and reaching out. You know, and the support, I just, way more than I ever imagined it being in such a short amount of time, you know? So, a little overwhelming, but I'm kind of starting to get used to it now. So, it's cool. I'm cool. (laughs) But thank you all so much. I can't say it enough. Thank you. And then... Definitely excited about some things, some changes that I've been telling people, we're telling everyone that's about to start happening now with this platform, right? So, if there are any independent artists out there who would love to have your music, your art featured on this podcast series, 
like please by all means reach out to the Cypher the Master Teachers Facebook page. You can message your music there. You can head up to Phoenix Queens email, Phoenix Queens of the Nation at gmail.com. Send your music there. That's definitely something moving forward that I want to do. Use this as a platform for others and to highlight and showcase others' work and, you know, what they're doing in the community, their music, whatever it is. And then always remember that this platform here is free. So I'm not getting any money off for anything, you know? So just really moving forward, really want this to be like a platform for independent artists also. So like I said, the site for the Master Teachers Facebook page, you can find us there, or hit up the email and email your music there, phoenixcoinsofthenation.com, you know? And then very excited because we're getting ready to bring on my first co-host and powerful individual doing a lot of amazing work, you know, and we just have to kind of work out the time zones different time zones that we're living in and kind of coordinate a little, you know, so that everything is on point. They're not sleeping and I'm not sleeping. We're up at the same time, you know what I'm saying? And everything like that, but definitely very excited about that. So like the next couple of episodes, that person will be coming on board. They'll call some episode. And then as always, you know, out there searching and seeking for people who want to come on board. So ready for that to all happen now. So very excited about those two additions to the platform, to the podcast, you know. So it just makes for a better and more well-rounded and really pushing for this space to really be the cipher of the master teachers. It's like I said, once the, like I said before, it's not just me, you know. And definitely hearing the brilliance of the work that others is doing and where their minds is at and everything. So I'm very excited about that. My first co-host, yay! Soon, real soon. <laughs> and you know, so with that being said, definitely want to get into today's topic, the discussion that I want to kind of talk about is kind of basically based on something that I read that someone wrote, you know, this idea that people who work in certain spaces, especially when it comes to doing work with youth, right, youth development, child development, you know, that our work is ineffective, Like, so basically, you know, it ain't shit, <laughs> you know, and it was just, it kind of took me back a little bit, like, wow, it wasn't like a, just some of your work isn't, all of you, with every facet, with your programs, and, you know, like, all of you, organizers, youth development workers, all the stuff, your programs and stuff, it just ain't working, it ain't, you know, it's pretty much it ain't shit. And it was just like, wow. You know, and then it, it got me started thinking about this whole thing with double consciousness. And for those who are not familiar with the concept of double consciousness, this is coming from W. Du Bois, The Souls of Black Folks. 
and how he turned up a consciousness in his book was, you know, that tunis. It's an inward, internal tunis that black people have when we're navigating and dealing with oppressive systems, oppressive societies, oppression as a whole, you know? And so in my instance and in my experience, you know, double consciousness for me and it being that I am a person who is from the streets, right? And then being able to get into and navigate other spaces that are not street, you know? Being a college grad, having gone to graduate school, you know? Now working with a nonprofit organization that is, you know, does youth development work and like I would hate that somebody would think that because without knowing well somebody who without knowing my background without knowing my history right will look at me as this person that oh she went to college she has a degree oh you know, look what the work she's doing over here. Oh, this bullshit. You know, and it's like, ah, like that. That's problematic for me. It's problematic that we that people would be looking at anybody like that. You know, because when we're talking about an oppressive society, an oppressive system, right? That oppression is. Coming at us on many different levels in many different ways. And how we combat that, how we push back against that, it has to be on multiple levels. Our approach has to be multifaceted so that our work is effective. So that we're hitting on every angle that we need to hit on without leaving ourselves open in any way. But what I'm learning is understood in the political arena, right? The importance of having the right people occupy certain spaces and getting in and busting those doors open and speaking on our behalf, you know, it's about accountability. When you don't have people from your group in these spaces, these other spaces, who do we hold accountable? How can you hold anyone accountable if we don't have our own getting into certain spaces that normally we would not be in? 
And that's where the double consciousness thing kind of comes in for me and how I'm experiencing it, you know? Because I can remember being in college and being in grad school and it was just like I was too street for those spaces. But then when it came to the streets, I was too academic for that space, you know? And that's the double consciousness that I have to deal with. That I have this personal history that shapes and molds who I am today and is who I am at my core, you know? But then I have all these other layers being added on to me because of the experiences that I'm able to have and then the places and the spaces that I'm able to get into and I don't feel bad about it, you know? It's just a... the realization of that, you know, at the end of the day, just because you're there, you can be deemed as having sold out or, you know, like shit like that. And it's like, I wouldn't be doing my work in hip hop pedagogy, you know what I'm saying? If it was like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't still be up there repping the universes of the nation, Phoenix Queens and all that if it was like that, you know? So it's like, I don't know, it's just the fear of what change could look like if things were to change and I just, I don't know. I don't know. And then I'm thinking about a couple of the, epi- couple of the emails that was sent to me, right? And it's like, I'm not the only one that's dealing with this. Like, how do you reconcile the two sides of you. You know, and it's like we come to peace with because it's just us and this is who we are. So we're all of these things. And then, you know, there's a perception of others. We try not to think about what how others see you or perceive you to be. But you know, we're human and we, we do think about that, you know, oh we see certain things. So you're like I don't know. I don't know, but I just wish that the same way how we try to deal with the political arena is how we deal with everything else. And the understanding that it is very important to have people that we can hold accountable to get into these spaces so that we do have accountability in our community. I look at the work that I'm doing out here and, you know, hey, Someone may lump me in as the all of those whose work is not doing anything, but I beg to differ. And I see not just my own work, but everything that everybody else is sent up there. Like you listen, just email me all the time. You're sending me all this stuff about the work that y'all doing everywhere. And it's like, come on, change is not gonna happen overnight. There are so many things that people are fighting and up against, and then everybody's an individual at the same time. And the best that we can do is try to save as many as we can. That's the best that we can do as individuals. That's the best we can do as organizations. That's the best. That's what you think the best that you can do. 
We just hope that your work is that effective enough that you are drawing, drawing, you know, children and youth to your spaces. And then at the same time, you're building them up and giving them the tools that they need. You know, so me knowing my history and my background, right? That's what even made me for my own work with the Phoenix Queens, right? And then being able to be a part of this other organization doing this work and then seeing where their limitations are, right? So I don't want to repeat exactly what they're doing. No, I can't do that. They're already doing it and they're doing it well. But what is it that I can do? It's the things that I see that's needed for the kids that's falling through the cracks, right? So had I not been in this space, would I have thought about creating a youth entrepreneurship program? Maybe sometime down the line. But what I sat there had it mapped out and ready to go now? No, probably not. You understand? Or to even have the discussions with my babies that I'm having with them, right? Especially my older ones. Talking to them about business plans and farming their businesses. You understand what I'm saying? And giving them that information. Being able to sit up there and tell them and walk them through the process. You know, I have four of my teenagers that I'm working with this year now for the school year. And they already submitted their paperwork and everything for that. And then, you know, and taking my advice, do the nonprofit instead of the LLC. You understand? Because the nonprofit is where you can get, you know, funding and grants and things and stuff like that for the LLC is very little to none. Nonprofit, you can fundraise, blah, 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 whatever. Money management, financial literacy, things and stuff like that. So you can't sit up there and look and try to paint everybody with this broad brushstroke, right? Instead of being say, oh, all. No, that's unfair to those of us who are in the trenches every day. Whether we're sitting up there and we're saving kids from getting shot or them from doing the shooting and it's so much since I've been out here, okay? And, and seeing on this level, in the field, actually working with children and you doing this work. And it's like some of the stuff that I have seen in the year of working in the clubs with the kids. And it's like, the things that you're up against. As you're trying to stare down another way. And you see the pull and the tug within them. You understand? And then you still have to keep working with them and, and keep building them up. But at the same time, breaking them down so they can look at what it is that they're doing wrong. And, you know, and then taking ownership of that and coming to terms with that so that they can move on. And, you know, sometimes having to share like those ugly parts of me that I don't want to share with people. You know what I'm saying? That you don't really want people knowing. But then you look at these kids and you see them in the same situations that you was in. And it's like, so you have to speak up, you have to speak out, you have to give them that knowledge and that wisdom and that understanding about where they are and what's going on in their lives and why certain things are happening and taking place. You know, so just this idea that there's only one way to reach 
how are you? But to try to make it seem like they're getting nothing of value out of this specific type of work. You know, that's very disrespectful to everybody who very disrespectful to everybody that's out there everywhere. Being a part of organizations, working somewhere, and trying to sit up there and speak truth to power every single day. And if you can't speak it verbally, you speak it through the work that you produce and the work that you do. You let your work speak for itself. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I think I'm, I'm glad to know. It's sad in a way. But I'm glad to know I'm not the only person that's dealing with this, you know? Like I said, looking at those emails and the questions and the things that we've been talking about, you know, and I think that's very important to me about this whole, this space here. Because getting to see that some of the stuff that I'm saying and sharing is resonating with people and then that makes them go back and think about what it is that they're dealing with what they're going through where they're at in their careers or their work and then you know reaching out being able to talk even more about it and to go you know even more into discussion and, and really 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 like get that real good dialogue you know what I'm saying behind the scenes so that I know and I'm glad I'm in good company when it comes to feeling this way because we shouldn't shame people who were able to quote unquote make it or whatnot whatever like we can't do that especially not the ones who are sitting up there busting their asses to make change happen out here we can't do that you can't do that. Like, somebody may have found a way that works for them, you know? And like, my whole thing is I'm going to wait and see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I'm going to wait and see. Like, how does this translate into, you know, helping and building up the youth? But, like, I'm going to sit back and watch the show and I'm going to wait and see. Because that's where I'm at right now. You hear a lot of people talking and talking and saying so much, but how does it translate into this that you're critiquing? You're critiquing this person's work and their and their approach. So show and prove how your approach is better. I don't want to see how it's working for you. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Show me, you know, like really show me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like and I can say that because I'm doing it every day. You know what I'm saying? So if I got four kids that I'm in the process of doing certain things and the four is right there, we're on that journey and we're taking that process and those steps together. You understand what I'm saying? And then we have those little other extra building sessions and sometimes we're staying at the club late because they're asking me even more questions and things and stuff. So when we're talking about economic empowerment of the youth and everything like that, where are you with entrepreneurship programs? How many, you know, how many kids are you sitting up there, got submitting business proposals or working with them, one stuff like that? Show and prove. Don't just sit up there on the outside looking and critiquing and judging the work that others are doing and trying to say that it's not effective. There's too many problems for one individual in a space to sit up there and address everything. But all parts function together, work best together. For the function of the whole, you know? 
and then and we're dealing with so much on so many different levels so let's attack everything on each level let's push back on each level instead of sitting somewhere feeling high and mighty because i'm doing it this way and my way is the only way no it's not <laughs> You know, it's not. And I just, I don't know. We get it. We understand it when it comes to politics and we want to get people in office and all that. But then when it comes to other areas, it's just like it goes all out the window. You know, like to see people actually try to put people down for going to college and getting a degree. Like all of a sudden, because you went to college, like you knew all this other shit before you went to college and then once you walked in that door and you completed that process now all of a sudden everything that you came with all of a sudden went out your brain and now you're reprogrammed and trained so like the, the silly shit that you fucking i at least me and yes some of y'all have been talking about it so yeah that this you, you know it you get it the silly shit that you hear people sit up there and say you know, it's like, come on, this, that degree is a piece of fucking paper. At the end of the day, all I did was sharpen some skills, you know, learned, acquired some more, and got the opportunity to sit up there and test some things out and theories out that I had on my own. And, that, and that's what college is about. It's a laboratory, an intellectual laboratory. Some people are going to go up in there with no knowledge of self at all and going to come out the same. Some people are going to go in with no knowledge itself and something's going to spark because they're going to come across something and then they're going to be on a continuous pursuit for knowledge itself for the rest of their lives and throughout their work it will be reflected. And then you have those of us who come in completely knowing who we are and our history and our culture and everything like that. So then when we get into these spaces, our dialogue and everything is different. But you won't know that if you're not sitting in that classroom. You won't know that if you're not sitting up there in the building sessions that take place on those college campuses amongst like-minded folks. Like me and the brothers and sisters that I went to school with, that I graduated with. And the things and stuff that we talked about and how we critiqued and how we sat up there and just theorized on so much. No different than a Huey P. Newton and a Bobby Seal, them being in them being college students and everything that they was getting and learning then helped them to turn around and create the Black Panther Party for self-defense. We sitting up there and people be saying stuff and be trying to put people down because they got into certain spaces, but then you don't know whose work you're discrediting at the same time and disrespecting. And it's just open your minds is what I want people to do. Open your minds and break your minds free and stop thinking that there's only one way to do something. It's not. It's not. All parts work together in the function of the whole. So that everybody is okay. Everybody do your part. That's it. And then we have more people actually stepping up to the plate to do their part, to roll their sleeves up, 
to get down in them trenches, to get down and dirty. Not worried about how good you look standing next to someone, someone, someone. So, but actually getting those trenches and rolling them sleeves up and getting dirty and doing that work. You know how much change can sit up there and happen if we all did our part. So honestly, how dare anybody sit up there and try to throw everybody under this one umbrella to sit up there and say what you're doing is not effective. Well, then show me a better way then. Show me how your way is more effective than what it is that I'm doing, or that brother over there is doing, or that sister over there is doing, or the legacy of the elders that we are continuing to carry on. How is your way better than any of all of that? And I don't want to see how it's helping you. And I don't want to see how it's benefiting you. Show me how it's benefiting others in real, concrete, doable ways that can be duplicated and replicated everywhere. Show me that. And until you can show me that, shut up. That's where I'm at right now. You know? So, you know, yeah, I know. So some of that energy is still carried over, but it was just like, yeah. <laughs> just thinking about that. Just just thinking about that, the audacity of that, you know? Because I would never sit up there and look at the next person and they may be doing something totally different than what I'm doing and I'm going to sit up there and try to be like, yeah, man, that's bullshit. No, it's only bullshit if it's only about, you know, don't talk about doing collective work and then I see you just doing individual shit. Talking about the collective and talking about building for the community and all that other stuff. But then at the end of the day, all I see you doing is building and for self. You understand? There's a lot of people like that out there. Like, like let, me, let me tell you, we, all, we already know. There's a lot of people like that all over the place, all over the planet, who will sit up there and then the people faces will sit up there and talk about all this community building, community activism, you know, nation building, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, after all of that is said, the sound bites and everything sound and look good, then guess what? They only out for some. You know, so it's like, show and prove. If your way's a better way, show me. Show me, show me your ways a better way. You know? Because me personally, I'm the newbie at this, right? I started late. My opportunity to do the things that I've always wanted to do, this type of work, it came later in my life. Not early on, but later. You know, and I think I've done, you know, enough. In a short amount of time, can it be more that I've done? Oh, yes. And every day I strive to be better and I strive to do more and give more. And at the same time, focus on raising my son and making sure that he's straight. But I always tell all my babies, I want the same things for them that I want for my own son. So let's make it happen. And in the space where I'm at now, I do as much as I can. I don't sugarcoat nothing for these kids. I sit up there and I tell them what it is, like it is, 
and I give it to them raw, and I give them honesty, and I give them the truth. And then I do my best to give them the tools that they are going to need so that they can navigate all this shit that's about to come at them. You know? And that's all I can do as an individual. That's all I can do regardless of the organization that I am working for or a part of. You understand? That's all I can do with either one. It's just how I see things can be and just implement it. Without having to put the next person down, without having to sit up, you know, it's just, come on. I'm lumping a whole bunch of people together and saying, y'all, it ain't nothing. It's falling on deaf ears. No, it's not. Because everybody want to focus on the bad. And this is something that I've also been working with my kids about. You know, you already know the problems, but and what's wrong with your communities. But start looking at the beautiful things about your community, too. You went there this home. You know, so what are the things that you love about your community? What are the things, you know, that you're not going to find anywhere else? You understand? So let's talk about the kids that are being helped, that are on track, that are being reached, that are being, you understand what I'm saying? And what do we have to do to increase more of that? Just to blanketly attempt to discredit the work that people are doing. Yeah, stuff like that bothers me. It does. You know, and that's why I had to like take a little time off to kind of like just sit back and kind of refocus and like moving forward. Like even on this space, like what is my voice really going to be on here? And it's going to be, that's part of it too. Speaking up for those who are doing the work and who are in their way changing and saving lives. Can't change, can't catch, can't save everybody. But those that we come in contact with, we're making a lasting impression on them. A lasting impression on them. A meaningful life. And so that's why, yeah, it's definitely time to bring in others. And that's why I'm so excited about the next few episodes that are coming up. You know, because once that first person come on and everybody hear the work that's being done, where this person is at, and the next thing you know, and then then you'll understand what the purpose of this really is and why I'm excited about the work, why I'm so excited about everybody that sends those emails and share what it is that they're doing, where they're at, and I'm just excited because I see the bigger picture and I see a whole lot of things that are starting to kick off and get up and running and it's just it's an exciting time right now to be doing this work it really is it really is and i can't even i can't even stand enough so inspired by what people share with me i'm so inspired by it and it motivates me even more and it gives me more you know fuel for my own personal fire to continue on and continue doing this work and then doing it happily and thankfully and gratefully and appreciatively as a Zulu queen, you know, as a phoenix queen of the nation. You understand that to be able to have that 
with me and then take it with me wherever I go. You know? To not hide that part of who I am and be accepted so that, you know, and like even with this where I'm at now out here, that was one of the first conversations that I had with the people that I felt needed really to know that and understand that. And it wasn't because to be bragging or anything like that. It was for them to understand the nature of my work and why I am going to approach it the way that I do. This is why. That double consciousness, that being someone who has lived what a lot of these kids are dealing with, you know, and, and came up out of that. You understand their environment because I am a product of it. You understand? So, and I was accepted and they love the work that I do, you know? And so, you know, we can't put everybody under a umbrella like that. And that's the role, I guess that's the point that I really want to hit on. We can't sit up there and kind of, you know, kind of really throw shots at those who through divine intervention, divine intention, whatever, survived some things and then was able to move on and go to other places. Because we still carry all of that with us, you know? You don't let that go. You don't let who you are go. Like, not no real people don't do that, especially doing this work. No. No, that's when your work is really ineffective, you know? But if you're effective at it, you're good at what you do, it's because you carry all of that that you went through, all those struggles and all the sacrifices and all everything that happened to you and the things that you did and the things you had to survive. You keep all of that with you. And then you get that wisdom and that knowledge and that understanding that you gained up out of that late. You do your best to give it to these children and these youth as early as possible so that they are much wiser and much stronger than we were, you know? So, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, anybody, you got a better way of doing things, you think your way is going to work, all right, fine. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch, show and prove that's what we do, right? Especially if we have pop culture, that most definitely show and prove. <laughs> That's right, you know. So, like I said, this is just you know. Outside of that, everything's good. Like I said, this is a very exciting time now to see how everything is coming together and stuff like that. It's definitely, and this is all a part of that leveling up process, you know. And that's what this hiatus that I was on, this break that I was on, it kind of hit on that. It's like, yeah, it's exciting when you're feeling that energy, and you're like, okay, things are changing. Something has changed in a huge way. I've leveled up a little bit, but then 
there's that other side to it too and it's like how do you deal with certain things that you see and you say and you really under, you know you see what are you supposed to say do you supposed to respond or should you not because leveling up is a process it is a process and there's a good side to it but then there's an ugly side to it also and that's when it goes you know you have to sometimes step back for a minute and just really refocus and then really look at your purpose and examine your purpose for doing what it is that you're doing close your eyes and can you still see that bigger picture ahead does it still look the same and when you're looking at it and it does look the same is your heart beating with that excitement that it did when you first conceived of these things or what it is that you wanted to do and when it is and you're at peace with it, you just keep moving forward. You keep moving forward. It's gonna be bumpy roads, it's gonna be rocky and all of that. Quicksand, all of that. <laughs> you know, but then hey, just keep it pushing, you just keep moving forward and make your work speak for itself. And that's the best way to shut up any naysayers anybody doubting your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing and the effectiveness of what it is that you're doing. Time fulfills all things. And that's it at the end of the day. But people can't be on the outside looking at critiquing. Get in those spaces yourself. Get in those doors. Bust those doors open and sit up there and find out what it is that's really going on. And on that note, y'all already know because I like to keep it short and sweet to the point because I don't like to ramble on and it's about to feel like I'm about to start rambling. <laughs> so yeah, you know. <sighs> everything is going to be okay and everything is going to be all right. You know, I definitely have to throw that out there and I definitely have to say that. And like, once again, people I know personally that I see working hard every day doing the damn thing to everybody that's sending these emails in and sharing your work and what it is that you're doing. You know, like, very exciting time. And I'm in very good company and it is an honor, you know? So thank you all. Thank you for sharing with me and then tuning in and, you know, and then me sharing and, and people understanding the value of what it is that I'm trying to bring to the table. So, you know, many thanks to you all. Very exciting times. Yep. 2019 is definitely going to be a game changer. <laughs> For real, you know? <laughs> but before I do go, before we close out, once again, 
want to put it out there again. If you are an independent artist and you would like your work to be featured on this show, you know, on this podcast, feel free to send an email to phoenixqueensofthenation at gmail.com or you can just directly head up the Cypher the Master Teachers Facebook page. And yeah, your music will be on the show. Your name, title, Please keep the music positive, you know? Because <laughs> we're speaking life into hip-hop culture also, you know? So positive, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, you know? That's the music and that's the side of hip-hop culture that I want showcased on this podcast series, you know, and in this space, the people with the theme of everything that's being done here, you know? And then again, real soon, about to have my first co-host. Very excited about that, so definitely stay tuned. And on that note right there, peace, love, light. We'll continue blessings to you all. And you already know, check out that website. VenusQueensOfTheNation.com. Keep those emails coming. I love reading and interacting with everybody, you know. So, yeah. VenusQueensOfTheNation at gmail.com. And once again, thank you all for being patient and waiting for this episode to come. And yeah, forever forward. Ashe. Peace. Thank you.